0: Well, this evening I'd like to spend uh, a lot of time talking about history. We uh, we can learn a lot from history, and uh, on the natural plane and, and also in our spiritual walk, uh, many Bible things we can learn from history and i have a particular point in mind if we look at history and we'll kind of go backwards a little bit uh going back to this particular point in time but before i begin i might ask you how far back in history can we go i'm talking well we could uh and, and Phoebe, you always amazed me as uh someone at uh, your young age so interested in history. She's just uh, in the museum and she's just really so interested in history and researches a lot of these things. But how far back can we go? Uh, and, uh, and by, well, by using other things, of course, by using the Bible, how far back uh, can we go? So, how we look at history uh, is the greatest one. Uh, and some people maybe put just a little importance on history, but uh, as we look at history and we look at events that took place in history, uh, it becomes say, a fact. I mean, as long as we're not listening to what well, fake news or something. But if we get our hit but if, if events that happened in history, it becomes a fact or it is a fact but we look back on it we need to look at it not just a story or something but if it's actual and if it's factual it is a it is a fact so we want to go back and look uh, at different points in history as we work our way back again i have one uh, particular point to bring out from this but hopefully as we work our way backwards it will become undeniable. Because many do look at things, or maybe don't look at things, but they're in denial. So I want to work our way back, looking at different facts along the way, and when we get to a certain point, uh, we'll get to a point where it's, it's undeniable. So that is our, our goal. So we have learned from hi- history, we learn from the facts and everything, or maybe sometimes we don't learn from history as far as that goes. But uh, that's what we'll do, And, and because of these historical events, or because of these facts, time following these events in history will always be affected by it. So something happens, and then time following these events will always be affected because this event took place. We may look at, uh, uh, and I'll use some things that I had to look up, I didn't commit to memory, <laughs> but anyway. But Jonas Salk invented or discovered the polio vaccine in 1954. And almost, almost seven years later, we're still being affected by that effect. I mean, rarely do you see polio; Obviously it's non-existent. But that vaccine worked much better than our COVID vaccine. Uh, it's, it it helps. I've got mine, and, and uh. but anyway, the polio vaccine, 1954, it changed a lot uh, of the world, and we're still being affected by it. And, and here's another one Fleming in 1928 either discovered or discovered use for penicillin, just a real common uh, antibiotic now, of course. And what over 90 years ago, but we're still being affected by that. I mean, before you get some kind of infection and you die from just getting a little infection, and now we got penicillin and all the other. Uh, antibodies that they come up with. But if you look back, uh, how that changed history, uh, millions and millions of people would have died at an early age, but because of that, then they weren't. So we've got a different population. So anyway, when something happens in history, it becomes a fact. And things that follow that fact are affected by it, uh, are because of that, that fact in that point in time and, and can't be changed. I mean, history can't be changed. We can change things. We can learn from history, but you can't change the fact that took place. So because of these facts and these events that took place, uh, we will be affected forever by just little things that happen in history that are facts undeniable facts because again when I get to my main point I want to be at a point where well I can't deny that That's, that's where I want to get that's where I want to get so there could be events that have taken place that we didn't really maybe know about but yet They took place. Maybe we didn't know about it, but it had an effect on things. Uh, I certainly don't want to get political, uh, but they're saying now, you know, by all the uh, cutting of all the trees and more so now in the third world countries and everything, we're, we're learning. And, and that's part of the greenhouse effect from cutting all these trees and everything. Well, we didn't didn't know about it to start with, I guess, because that's exactly what we did in this country. But we didn't. If it's true, we didn't we didn't know about it. Uh, aerosol cans, your hairspray and, and things. Uh, they have a different propellant in them now. What they were using for a while, they say, is the depleting our ozone up there, making a hole up there, and the sun's going to cook it. And may or may not be, but we didn't know about it. But we found out later, and uh, that's a fact. And we can't, we can't go back and change it. Now we can start from that point on, but we can't go back and and change these things. Refrigerant in your uh, air conditioners and your refrigerators and things like that—they use a different refrigerant now. But one of the things early on was what's called R-12. Now about everything had R12 in it, freon, and they found out it too was uh, causing the ozone to thin or whatever like that. Didn't know it at the time, but can't go back and change it now. Now they've changed the refrigerant, so hopefully it doesn't do that now, but it happened, and although didn't know about it, yet still it had these effects. So events in history, whether we know about it or not, It has an effect on time that follows that. So, you know, history, and not only ancient things, but uh, the uh, uh, space shuttle. I did a uh, a paper on that one time, and some of the, well NASA, maybe not the space shuttle, but other vehicles and everything, so we had Uh, I did a paper on the the get-off. So we had the space shuttle, we had all these rockets and things like that. And a lot of people say, boy, that's a waste of money. And you can debate that, you know. But there were things that happened. The batteries that we have now are so much better than they were years ago because the space industry and, and research and everything. So because of events that took place, we're feeling the effects of it years later. Uh, I uh, there. I don't. I don't think it's there uh anymore. But there was a uh, up to high state university, and Doris, I think I first discovered it when your mom was in the hospital uh, up there, and there was this one building that kind of had a breezeway underneath you can walk through it wasn't the tunnels up there but you can walk through just kind of under this building and you get back in there and there's this beautiful mosaic uh all these little mosaic tiles and everything and it painted a picture and it started back when cavemen invented fire and i think we we'll all agree
1: the world's a different
0: place because invention of inventing a, a fire and then it went through other things and it progressed Come all the way up, and I think maybe even the moon landing—they've um, since closed that in. I suppose it's the mosaic dorm, maybe it's preserved behind the wall or something. I don't know. But I thought it was very interesting. But all these events that took place—and and, and again, going back with with the discovery of fire, not necessarily inventions, invention—but all these things that follow are different. they are changed. Uh, automobile has that not changed the world? Uh, life before the automobile and life after. Now, so we had the invention of the automobile. It's an event. It took place. It's a fact. And we're affected by it. We'll be affected by it the rest of our lives. Even if they away with automobiles, they brought us to a point. Now, of course, God's in control of all this. I'm not willing to, to go away from that. But because this event of the automobile, uh, life on Earth have been affected, and again we'll feel the effects of it as long as time goes on. Uh, so history goes back farther than the automobile. I uh, was watching a uh, documentary where they found this these old ships and everything, and I forget how old that they were, uh, but they and they're well they're still searching for Noah's Ark. Uh, I guess it would be nice to find it. I would be more certain then than I am now, as far as that goes. They found man's bones back with the uh, great mammoth and everything. I thought that was interesting. Uh, but the Bible is a great history book. And, of course, I want to go there. We can study, or we can go back and read about Abraham and God's covenant with Abraham and the land of promise that was promised him and his seed. We can read about Isaac, his son, and the time that he was going to offer Isaac on the mountain. Remember, the Lord stopped him, and and, uh, there was a ram being offered in his stead. And then we have Jacob. We can read about Jacob. With Jacob and Esau. Jacob's name and was changed to Israel. And, and so this is part of biblical history or history. We learn about in, in the Bible, but whether called biblical history or history is history. They are factual events. Uh, we can go back and we can see Noah and the flood. So we can go back. This, this is a fact. We can go back farther. We can go back to Adam and Eve, and the events that took place back there. And won't you agree? that Because of Adam and Eve, we're still seeing the effects of it. And of course we are. And let's go back to Genesis chapter four. And uh, so again, going back, how far back? How far back can we go? How far in history uh, can we go? So Genesis 4 and 1 And Adam knew Eve his wife and she conceived and bore Cain and said, I've gotten a man from the Lord. So uh Aren't we seeing the effects of that now? I mean, we have babies. Well, I have a, uh, one of my uh, uh, staff who just had a, a baby on Thursday. If we didn't have Adam and Eve <laughs> and, and Adam and Cain and Abel and, and, and so forth, we wouldn't have people, would we? But we did. So we can go back and... Hit. So there's a fact. God created Adam and Eve and they began to bear offspring. That's a fact. We can't deny it, and it—the world was affected by that. We're still being affected by that. So the Bible goes back a little bit farther than Adam and Eve. Let's go back to Genesis chapter one. But again, these are facts. You we can't—we can't deny it. they're undeniable, and that's—that's that's what I want to establish it's undeniable. Genesis uh, 1 and 26. And God said, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. So, uh, Adam and Eve. So we go back before the children were born, back during the creation of Adam and Eve. And again, we're affected by this. It's a fact. It took place. We can't deny it. And then, so again, I want to go back. How far back can we go? You see, you can't go back any farther than that in these while I basically different. And it's important. It's important. Things that happen that are undeniable, it's important. Uh, in, in verse 24 so we, we saw the, uh, God creating Adam and Eve and then verse 24 going backwards and God said let, uh, let the earth bring forth the living creatures after its kind cattle, and creeping things and beasts of the earth after its kind and it was so so now we travel back a little farther he's creating uh, all the animals and everything Let's travel. How far back can we go? We say you can't go much farther. Well, let's, let's, let's go back a little farther. Verse 14. And God said, let there be light in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day from the night and let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and for years. So we traveled back a little farther. Let's travel back farther. Verse 9. And God said, let the waters under heaven be gathered together into one place and let the dry land appear. And it was so. So we're going back a little farther. You say, you can't go much farther. Verse 6. And God said, let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters. Let it defy the waters from the water. And God made the firmament. And the fire of the waters, which were under the firmament of the waters, which were above the firmament, and it was so. And God called the firmament heaven, and the evening and the morning was the second day. So we went back so the second day we have the twenty-four hour day established, or twelve hours a day, and twelve hours a night as far as that goes. But let's go we can go back a little farther. And uh, verse 3. Uh, well, let's go back to verse 2. No, let's, let's do verse 3 right now. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw the light that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. And God called the light day, and the darkness he called night, and the evening and the morning for the first day. So we look at creation. We look at the, uh, the uh, creation of light and darkness. But we can go back a little farther, can't we? So verse one. And in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the water. So here, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Long time ago. But still an event that took place. I don't think we can deny that the, the, uh, God created the heavens and the earth. We're still living on this earth. So we can't, we can't deny that. Because of this fact, we're seeing the effects, and the effects will continue, and it can't be changed. It already happened. But the Bible goes back even farther. You say, no, you can't. You can go back any farther. He created the, the, uh, the heavens and the earth. You, you can't go back any farther. Yes, we can. And that's what I want to, that's the point of our whole message, that we go back farther and there's going to be an undeniable fact that we can't deny and we're still being affected by it and will continue to be. Uh, most people won't or can't believe that you can't go back any farther than that. So let's go back and look at some history before that. And and what I'm going to look at is just as undeniable as creation of the earth. It is undeniable, can't deny it. We created Adam and Eve we're descendants of that, can't deny it all these events that took place in history and, and were affected by it as time goes on, so we want to go back as far as we can so here he said, so he, you can't go back any farther than, than he created the heavens and the earth oh yes we can, and Terry it's so important it's so valuable and again I want it to be undeniable. We, we can't deny that the earth is here, it was <laughs> created. We can't deny that Adam and Eve were descendants of that. You know, we can't deny the invention of the automobile. It, it's undeniable. So as we travel back even farther, you say, when well, you went to Genesis 1 and, and 1 in the beginning, there's there no, nothing else back there. And, and yes, yes, there is. will go to the New Testament to go back farther. He said, well, that doesn't make sense. It, it will, and it does. So I'm going to go to the book of Ephesians. You're all familiar with, and you can quote this. But I, I love looking at it. I love seeing it. Ephesians chapter 1. So we went forward, we went to the New Testament, but yet we're going back in history. This tells us something. Ephesians 1 4. According as He, that's God, chose us, His elect, in Him, in Christ, before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy without blame before Him in love. So in in, uh, uh, Genesis, we were back to the foundation of the world. You say you can't go back any further than that, we just did. Before the creation of the world, before the foundation of the world, those events took place. God chose His elect in Christ before the foundation of the world. Now, here it says that, uh, again, that God chose chose us in Christ before the foundation of the world. Now, so we had the foundation of the world, and in a point in time, Christ was born. But Christ wasn't through all those years as as Jesus, let us put it that way. But, and we may question, or we may uh, try to understand How can we be chosen in Christ then? How can we be chosen in Christ before the foundation of the world? Well, the scripture says so. And what significance is that? Is that important? These ones that God chose in Christ before the foundation of the world. Is that important? And what's the significance of being chosen in Christ? What's the significance of that? Go to Revelation chapter 13. So we've literally gone from the beginning to the end of of the uh, Bible if we look at this. But we're learning some historical facts that took place that are undeniable. So we read there that God chose a number in Christ before the foundation of the world. What's the significance of that? So Revelation 13 and 8. So this is talking about uh, a uh, future event, but yet it tells us some things uh, in it. Revelation 13 and 8. And all that dwell on the earth... Shall worship him whose names are not written in the book of life of a lamb slain from the foundation of the world. So this tells us that Christ was as a lamb slain from the foundation of the world. Before Adam and Eve ever sinned, Christ was a lamb slain. Now, again, it was thousands of years later before it actually took place, but the I want to say the sentence was already passed. I'm not sure about that. That's probably a poor choice of words. But it's in God's plan before the... So we're going back again before the foundation of the world. So God had a plan before the foundation of the world that Jesus Christ would be a lamb that would be slain. That decision again was made before the foundation of the world. We went way back in history. Before the foundation of the world... Christ was already a lamb as a lamb slain from before the foundation of the world. So in Ephesians 1.4 that tells me that I was chosen in Christ before the foundation of the world. The significance is he was going to be the lamb. He was going to be the sacrificial lamb. Uh, and while we're here in Revelation along the same uh, vein uh, 17 and 8 and again these are talking about future events but we can learn about history from this future event that is going to take place by the way it's described. Revelation 17 and 8. And the beast that thou sawest was and is not and shall ascend out of the bottomless pit and go to perdition. And they that that dwell on the earth shall wonder whose names were not written in the book of life from the foundations of the world. And they shall behold the beast that was and is not and is yet. So this tells us something else. And we're not trying to explain this whole scripture. I'm just trying to look at a timeline here. So there are some, their names were not written in the book of life. Which tells me there were some that their names were written in the book of life from the foundation of the world. So their names were already written in the book of life from before the foundation of the world. And again, uh, Ephesians 1.4 says that uh, we were chosen or got chosen by God in Christ before the foundation of the world, and he was already a lamb that would be slain. the sacrificial lamb. So all this happened before the foundation of the world. And we can't deny it. By God's grace, we can't deny it. But God chose us in Christ before the foundation of the world. That's what it says. I know it's hated. That scripture is hated. very rarely do you ever hear it. I listen to some TV and, and different things like that. You don't, you don't hear that. But it is an undeniable it took place in history and it took place and it can't be seen Psalms 139 I think helps me with that Psalms 139 and again this, this helps me uh a little bit to understand this I mean we're talking about God after all I mean it we may, uh, it may challenge us to understand creation <laughs> he just spoke things into existence certainly that challenges our uh, our limited understanding but yet I don't doubt that he spoke things into existence, Light, the animals, the vegetation and even mankind So we read in Ephesians that God chose us in Christ before the foundation of the world. How did he do that? We weren't weren't here yet. Psalms 139 and verse uh, 15. My substance was not hidden from thee when I was made in secret and intricately wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. And listen to verse 16. Thine eyes, Talking about the Lord. Thine eyes did see my substance, yet being unformed, And in thy book all my members were written when in continuance were fashioned, when as yet there were none of them. So this is saying that God saw. God knew my substance, that God knew me before there was a need. And we can't deny that. That's the event that took place. God saw my substance before there was any substance. Certainly, Jeremiah is a good example of that. He said, Jeremiah, before I formed in the womb, I knew you. I'd already ordained you to be a prophet to the nation. When did he do that ordaining? Oh, before the foundation of the world. So we start looking at the significance of this and uh, I want to go to John uh, Guthel, John chapter 6 So these events that took place that are undeniable and have great importance and significance to us John 6 And verse 37. So this is words that fell from the lips of our Lord Jesus Christ when he was upon the earth. And he said, All that the Father giveth me. When did the Father give unto him? Well, according to Ephesians 1 4, before the foundation of the world. Way back in history. All that the Father giveth me shall come to me. And him that cometh to me, I will no wise cast out. For I came down from heaven, not to do my own will, but the will of him that sent me. And this is the Father's will who has sent me. That of all that he hath given me, I should lose nothing, but should raise it up again the last day. And again, Ephesians Tells us that we were given to him before the foundation of the world. And Christ, that was as a lamb slain from the foundation of the world, was slain, shed his blood, was crucified, and he paid for the redemption of the ones that the Father gave the Son. And he won't lose one of them. Well, I wonder if they do this or they do that. Remember, the names were written in the last book of life. From the foundation of the world. It's an event that took place It can't be changed. Already cut and dried, as they say. Should lose nothing. And again, I know most of the religious world doesn't believe this. But we travel back, we look at uh, a little bit of history. And events that happened, were affected by it. it can't be changed because it already happened. So now we travel all the way back before the foundation of the world and there were things that took place. That God chose and elect in Christ before the foundation of the world that they will be presented wholly without blame before him in love. And that's exactly the way each and every one of them will be presented. Can't change it. Of course it says he'll lose nothing. It can't be changed. So as we look at our salvation from the lake of fire, there are different things to be saved from. I won't go into that tonight. But there are different things to be saved from. We can be saved from false doctrine. There's many things we can be saved from. Now I'm talking about our salvation from the lake of fire. we went back before the foundation of the world chosen in Christ then he was already uh, the sentence was already pronounced on him and again I I need to find a better word than that sentence but was pronounced on him from before the foundation of the world and it can't be changed so we go way back there now there's, there's other things I didn't mention every event Time wouldn't allow me to uh, talk about every event in history from the foundation of the world to now, but we, talked, we we covered quite a span. So we went back all the way before the foundation of the world where God chose a number, gave them to Christ. So as we look at our salvation, that's what we look to. You know something we shouldn't look to? It's event that took place in history. Something as recent as the Mosaic Law. Now, that seems like a long time ago, but compared with before the foundation of the world, Mosaic Law was as recent. But we shouldn't look to something as recent as the Mosaic Law to look at, well, that's our salvation, because most of the world, that's what they look at. So as we look at the Mosaic Law, you study the Mosaic Law, many things in there to study, a wonderful study, we don't want to ignore or deny what took place before the foundation of the world. I know people but you have to accept you have to choose what did the Lord say he said you haven't chosen me but I have chosen you and again I mention this quite often they say but I know we we have to believe it's up to us to believe We, we travel back before the foundation of the world what happened? God chose an elect in Christ before the foundation of the world and gave him to it. Christ came and paid the price. And he did not lose any. And it can't be changed. These are historical facts. that can't be changed. How can my decisions now change what took place before the foundation of the world? And it can't. It can't. And there's so much about believing, that, and I, I thank God that I believe. I, I quote this so much. Acts thirteen forty eight. all was ordained to eternal life believed. When was I ordained to eternal life? Back before the foundation of the world. When God chose me and gave me to Christ, and Christ paid for my sins. So that's what we look to. We don't look to something as recent as the Mosaic Law or even my believing. My believing, it says, I was ordained to eternal life, believe. So because I was ordained to eternal life, I believe. My belief doesn't get me eternal life. My eternal life came by God choosing me in Christ before the foundation of the world. So that's an undeniable event that took place. So, by looking at these ancient facts, can't you see how secure you are? Go through this life knowing where your security is. I uh, talked to a gentleman one time, and uh, so I have gone through this whole thing. I haven't mentioned the word predestination, have I? But certainly it's talked about predestination but I was talking to this gentleman I think I was using the word predestination certainly using the chosen Christ uh, by God before the foundation of the world that would be presented wholly without blame before in love and he says well if I believe that he's talking about things like you're saying we can go do whatever we want to do he said if I believe that he said there'd be no reason to go to church or anything so and him saying that, what was he saying? You go to church to get eternal life. Is what did he was say. denying the event that took place before the foundation of the world. So you say, well, that's a pretty good question. Why do we do those things? If if I'm going to present holy without blame because God chose me in Christ before the foundation of the world, and Christ was as a land slave from the foundation of the world, then, then why? Why do we? What I told this gentleman, he, uh, I knew where he lived. I knew where his mom lived. And I says, your mom was already given you life. She's already given you life. Why do you go visit her? Well, God will love her. Shouldn't we feel that way towards God and towards our Savior? He chose me in Christ before the foundation of the world. That I'll be present whole without blame before Him in love. Certainly, it's out of love. For him, and also his sheep, we study that we may learn more, that we may share with others. That we may share with others this undeniable fact. Our salvation is based on God's plan of salvation. Before the foundation of the world, chosen in him, can't be changed. So, we look at history, we can go back before the foundation of the world, and it's undeniable how important it is to us. My Lord, let it be the at work. But is